All right, so I'm back for round two. This time in my room. It's a Monday night, Memorial Day. And uh, it's funny because since I did the other one a couple days ago, I have been, I was like, oh, well, what am I going to talk about on the next one? And I was getting sort of worked up about what I, what I was going to talk about, if it was going to be like entertaining or whatever. And, uh, and then I gently reminded myself that this whole thing is kind of not about putting on airs and it's not about putting on a show, but, but just letting it kind of flow. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think the past few days have been pretty interesting for me um going into the weekend <clears throat> i was feeling down but uh i um uh, saturday night a friend of mine invited me to go out and specifically uh invited me to go to this there's a club where they play only drake songs or like it's not the club that does that, but it's a it's like Drake night, and so they'll play in it for an entire night. It's like then the whole night is like Drake themed, and um, and I I actually I do like Drake, um, not my favorite uh, artist of all time or anything, but I do think he's been pretty putting out pretty consistently good music for the past five years or however long he's been around. Um, and so I was like, that sounds really funny. And also I unironically like Hotline Bling and the and the Hotline Bling music video. Um that might that's up there in my top ten music videos of all time. Um and so uh and so he invited me to that and he's like, Hey, there's a it's gonna be me and you and a bunch of girls and uh and like I'm not the type of person that goes to clubs or feels comfortable in those environments. Um, I always get very self-conscious and I always feel like people are looking at me like, why is he here? Um, and, uh, and it's loud and nobody can hear you. And I just, I've always been more comfortable if I'm, I don't know, going to talk to somebody that I'm interested in to just talk to them and it always feels like those environments are not conducive for that and they're more physical um and uh i've worked on trying to become comfortable in those environments because i didn't like the idea of like these spaces with other human beings who are no better than me um, like feeling scary. Like for me that it, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. I'm like, why, why should this environment where people are dancing and having fun and, you know, making out with each other or whatever they do, um, why should that be scary? And, um, So he invited me to that, and I was scared of the thought of going, like, uh, 
it kind of like made my stomach drop. But I said yes. Um, and I said yes because I thought about if I didn't go and if I stayed in my apartment and watched a movie or folded laundry or whatever, and I thought about how it would make me feel like I was wasting whatever of my youth was left. And, and, and that I would re regret not going. And so I said, fuck it, I'll just go, even though I really didn't feel up to the task. And my friend knew this girl who seemed to have some interest in him. Uh, like they were very flirty with each other, but she had a, or has a live-in boyfriend. And it was it was interesting because before we went out, he called her up and because she the plans had changed it was no longer going to be a huge group of girls it was just going to be my friend and uh and uh it was just going to be her and me and my friend and he felt like that was fishy or suspicious and so he called her up and he was like hey was this whole thing just a way to get me like alone so we could hang out like because I'm bringing this friend and I don't want him to just be like a third wheel more or less and I'd also just like to clarify what the situation is since you have this boyfriend who he has met and uh and she said no no it's I really just want to go like I, I really wanted to go to this Drake night and like my friends bailed on me um and so I still want to go and it'd be fun if you guys went with me and so he was like okay cool and in retrospect like that laid out the terms of the night really clearly and nicely and, and I think it formed some level of trust just right off the bat um that we were going out to have a good time rather than either of us hoping to secretly hook up with her or whatever. Um, and so we get to her house, and uh, she lived off of Melrose on the east side of Los Angeles uh, and, uh, you know, had a modest, modest apartment. Her boyfriend was there. We were trying to get him to go. I'm just going to skip parts of the story. Uh, she, she basically was like, hey um, – I have uh, some MDMA. You know, do you guys want to take any MDMA? And I have done it multiple times and like loved it. Uh, I did it. I did it recently, like six months ago, eight months ago, and uh, I had kind of a bad experience because, like, I took too much. Um, I'm a big person. I'm like 220 pounds and I'm six foot four. And I, I tend to need a larger dose to get to the point that anyone would, that someone would describe as ro rolling. Like, uh, it takes me a long time or it takes me a lot to get there. Um, and, uh, and so I took way too much. And the last time I took, uh, ecstasy, not, um, 
took ecstasy, not uh, MDMA. Ecstasy is, I guess, a mixture of uh, methamphetamines and um, and MDMA. Uh, and I had a great time, and it was really fun. And I I kind of just danced for you know eight hours. And I'm not a dancer, but like music is sounds incredible um, when you're on that particular drug. And uh, like seriously, that's it's almost it, it sounds very cheesy to use this terminology, but it's almost spiritual. It just sounds uh, it's like it's like drinking water when you're when you're thirst is parched like that's how music feels um and uh and so we danced for all night till the sun came up and then when i stopped i started like my heart was still racing and i couldn't like calm myself down and i just and my and my heart was beating out of my chest and it was kind of becoming a panic attack and i had taken i had taken way too many pills thinking that it wasn't working and then all of a sudden it was really working but i had already taken too many to counteract i did the thing you should never do um and uh so i had a little freak out and since that moment even though that was like crazy very fun good feeling night i there's a dark side to to it um especially if you take too much is that the, the drug is releasing all the serotonin in your brain and um flooding your brain with the serotonin and what it causes is like a depression, you know, the f two days to three days after, and it has a r really sort of dark, they have a dark name for it. It's called Suicide Tuesday, which is you take MDMA on a, on a Saturday, and then by Tuesday, you, uh, you're depressed to the point of wanting to kill yourself. It's kind of extreme. I've, I've certainly never, I'm not, I haven't because of the drug felt that down, um, but it does, and did because I took took that very high dose. It does make you feel depressed, very depressed, and it's hard because you might know that it's just because your serotonin levels are building back up, and that takes time. But uh, yeah, it's also scary. Man, it kind of makes my heart flutter to even think of it. That was a very scary moment when I took too much that one time. Um, so this time uh, I decided I, I wouldn't take as much um, and uh, started to feel it 30 minutes, half an hour after we um, after we took it, and all of us did. And then we went to the club. And they always, as a 31-year-old, feel there's just tons of, like, stuff that I get in my head about, like, being 31, feeling like I'm too old for that environment. Um, but I guess I pass for much younger. Um, and uh, and I really just tried to focus on listening to the music and moving, dancing, and having a good time. We were also drinking on top of it. <clears throat> and the girl that we were with, uh, I should say, when I first met up with her, she, she met us at this Thai place we were eating at. Um, she was, uh, she almost immediately like started cracking jokes, like um, talking in like a, like a old man Brooklyn accent, like, like 
are kind of a gravelly like maybe it's more of kind of a mobster but like kind of this kind of voice and like it, she made some joke in reference to something the service is like that ah, the service here is crap or something she said something in that accent and then we all started to kind of do it and and it ended up the whole night like her she was she's a comedian and an actress and and uh so she was just like uh just popping off with jokes immediately um and I, I thought she was really funny and like i identify with those people um and like i i uh, i wanted to try to keep up you know immediately i was like oh cool i could like you know play with this person um but i always get in my head and so it's harder for me to like feel like i'm actually being funny but the whole night we were doing these like different accents like it switched from like doing this gravelly mobster accent to like doing a texas accent to doing a doing a minnesotan accent to like other ones too that i can't remember um uh but the, you know the thing that's kind of special about mdma <clears throat> the thing that's kind of special about mdma is like it it genuinely helps you to open up to people um like you end up feeling close and connected to the people around you which i tend to walk around feeling almost an inherent distrust of people which i is something i'm trying to work on you know not like thinking the worst of others um or or looking at them like they're not on my team and uh and so i never like I took a half dose of the MDMA, so I I just felt good. I didn't feel I didn't roll. I didn't I wasn't like on the ground like you know con not convulsing, but you know I in in the past I can just kind of like lie on the ground and close my eyes and like be taken somewhere completely different. Um, and so. Uh, in the club in the club i just tried to focus on kind of dancing and noticing around me too that the other people dancing weren't all like looking cool like that there were plenty of people in there who you know probably looked as awkward or as normal as i did and i i guess it was helping kind of shake up the narrative i have in my head of like all of those people being cooler than me more comfortable in their skin than me um more like sexual or physical than me and feeling out of place when i compare myself against it um and so i guess i really just kind of had my eyes open to see the environment more um and the girl we were with is very like outgoing um and she has a good energy and people were like complimenting her and starting conversations with her and it was really kind of I don't know, it's kind of cool um, to see. And I don't think my energy was quite all the way there of like being as open or unafraid. Uh, but I just try to kind of close my eyes and listen to the beats and, you know, try to be fun too. We had the, there were these like Drake signs, like, like Drake's face on a circle, like a gigantic uh, head-sized... Um, uh, what the fuck is it called when you set a drink down on it? It's a... Uh, what the fuck is it? 
um, I want to say pl placeholder. I know it's not, that's not the word. Uh, whatever. I'll think of it. Um, you know what I'm talking about. And it had Drake's face on it. And so we we're each kind of holding up the thing and she was doing Snapchats and stuff like that. Um, and then we got, when we went back to her house, the real kind of great thing about this story, right? is like as, being depressed at the moment or being kind of down. Like I know that there's two sides. There's two sides to this. Like one is the, the, the exciting fun side of like maybe getting out of my head for a little bit and connecting with people. And the other side of it is that I'm probably going to feel like shit the next week or the next few days. Um, but on the, the positive side, uh, I, we went to, uh, on the positive side, we went back to her place. Uh, her boyfriend didn't join us. That was kind of a strange thing. It seemed like their situation was she's a little more, they're a little on the rocks a little bit. Um, uh, and he was nice. Um, but if I was in him, his position, I don't think I'd just let two random dudes take my girlfriend out to a club. Uh, it, it, I just would join. I don't know why I, why I would, I wouldn't stay home like he did. Um, and so, so we came back to the place and like the dude was asleep and we just, we started drinking and like the girl really liked to smoke weed. And so I started smoking weed with her. We all did. And, uh, and then we talked, we talked like all night. We talked until 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Uh, and, and we got very personal. Like I learned about her history of, only well, we learned, she's trying to be a comedian or be an actress, but she's kind of been not pursuing those goals all the way, not fully doing the thing that she needs to do, the things she needs to do, not going out on auditions and all that stuff. And so we talked about that and reasons why maybe she's not doing that subconsciously and consciously. And and then we, I learned a little about her her past. As she was a foster child um, and, you know, how to – we didn't go too far into that, but I learned some of that personal history and some of the – and also she she was very candid and funny about like being a black chick and in all scenarios like you know we were at a 711 getting some beer to bring back to the house and then um she said uh what did she do oh uh there was another um black girl in front of us in line who caught my friend's eye um who caught my friend's eye and uh and then she was like oh who are these like lovely white men or something he said something funny um and and my friend is is uh Bra brazilian and white and i'm just very white and uh and and then later we were talking about the interaction and it turns out she was that woman was married but um and then later the girl made made some comment about it where she was like oh she saw that there was a black girl with with you already and she was like oh these guys are down with black girls 
And so she felt more comfortable to say something to us. And I just, I thought about that. I'm like, huh, it, that, that must be a thing. It must be like in her experience, there's sometimes like white dudes who are just not down with black women, like in, in simple interaction terms, like, I, I don't know how to say it, but and that, that was kind of crazy to me. Um, I guess across like attract in the realm of like attraction, I didn't think that that would ever be kind of an issue, um, especially not in Los Angeles. But you know, which is a pretty racially diverse city. It's like all bets are off. Attractive is attractive. Um, but uh, yeah, so we talked talked and talked all three of us were sharing stuff stuff we're kind of afraid of and stuff that we're proud of and um i guess she was hung up on this dude even though she's in this relationship with this guy this long-term relationship where they live together she was hung up on this other dude and um like hadn't done anything with him but was emotionally sort of i don't know it just it just got very personal. I think we all said such personal stuff because the drug helps facilitate that, that we felt once it started to wear off, for me, the wall started building back up. Um, and and I, re I, I realized it, I recognized it as it was building up. And I think we all felt a little uncomfortable with the amount of honesty that we had shared. But sitting there and sort of listening to music and each kind of picking tracks to listen to um each kind of picking tracks to listen to and like sharing thoughts and and talking and laughing and and p.s a lot of that personal stuff was shared while doing texas accents to each other uh which was super fun it all just reminded me like i've even told her i'm like you know her snapchats are really goofy and fun and like just her doing these little characters with using the face like filters and and stuff and uh yeah doing the face filters and it's just hilarious um and it reminded like doing the accents with her and like trying to crack jokes it just reminded me like i told her i'm like oh, there's a goofy person inside of me there's someone who is very goofy and ready to play but but who's also there's another person in me who's really scared to do that but hey I mean, you know what i think i just need to meet more actresses more people who like to be goofy they must they're out there because the way that she when i first met her just kind of started going into the accents and doing funny voices and stuff it reminded me of like me as a kid it just reminded me of like like I just ne would never do that now for fear of being judged by it or I don't know but uh but we all had this great connection um and then you know the drug wears off and we had been up all night but I, in the moment as it was happening I was so grateful for like connecting and for all liking each other and liking each other's company and having gone to a bunch of different places together that night and uh for her generosity of like sharing the drug and like 
you know, it was overall just like a really positive, good night. And I was happy I went out. And I was happy that I danced. And I was happy that I was in those environments that makes me that make me feel nervous or less than. You know. Because I think I should just be able to go anywhere that I want. Like I shouldn't be limited to the places I go because I'll feel like I'll be judged. That's not what they're for. They're for having fun and for making money. (laughs) For the people who own those places. But the reason why people go there is for to have fun. And uh, there's something about like I'm in my head so much about being in the physical, trying to be in the physical as much as possible, you know, um, to balance it out because I feel stiff. I feel like I'm, I feel calculated. And balance in all things is is an important virtue. So I feel like when I do these things, it's helping me balance. And then last night was a friend's barbecue. I was still exhausted from the night before. I couldn't even sleep. I got two hours two hours of sleep. I was still, like, the dr- way the drug works, it just makes you feel wired and awake. And uh, and so I didn't get, a, get to sleep until 2 or 3 p.m. Uh, yesterday. And then I woke up a couple hours later to go to my friend's barbecue, which was a lot of fun. And, uh, well, it was a lot of fun, but I was, I was kind of in my head and tired. <laughs> and... Uh, there's some dudes there who I was in a men's group with and who I'm, I am, uh, I am close to, but that who, who I also feel are different from me. And I feel like I'm so different from them that like we can't connect and, but they seem to like me, but then I not, we're different at the same time. You know, whatever. I get in my head about that. And, uh, and then I, so I spent a few hours then I went home. I tried to go to bed early and I woke up today just feeling a down I guess which is to be expected uh, in the sense of it's the day after the big serotonin release and um, some of those same guys were hosting a, watching the Warriors game and uh, watching Game of Thrones and I just couldn't I said I was going to go, and and then as the day went on, I just was like, I can't bring myself. I can't bring myself to be around people. I'm too tired. I'm too too out of it. Um, and I took a nap for two or three hours, and, and I woke up, and I was like, you know what? How often? It's special that they're hosting something, and I should go. And so they're 15 minutes away from me by car. And so I just I just drove and I went and I caught the end of the game the last like two minutes. They won. The Warriors won. Which was so nice. Pretty amazing comeback. And uh 
and then that kind of brings me to watch Game of Thrones. We talked a little bit afterwards, and then I went home. And I'm glad I went. I, uh, I think that's a recurring theme. Is like, anytime I've not wanted to go do something, and then I did it, I've I've on it like socially on a weekend or whatever. I've I've never regretted it. that's what happened this weekend and I should probably go to bed now but I uh, hope you had a great weekend and uh, talk to you later